Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. Amen. So, you know, it's an honor to be before y'all always. I never take these lightly. I'm always humbled by the opportunity to deliver God's word. And uh, I want to thank uh, past, our pastors, Pastor AJ, Pastor Tina. Y'all give it up for our pastors. Woo! Uh, I, I'm, thank, I'm thankful for the yes, too, because um, I really need leadership like that right now in this time of my life. And they've been a blessing to me. And as, as much as they're a blessing to me, because they're a blessing to me, they're a blessing to my son. And that means a lot to me. Um, so, cause you know, they push, they challenge, they correct, but they also love. And KL, you know, I love you. I don't drive all this way for nothing week after week. So, you know, I love you. Um, here at Kingdom Life, you know, we always, um, hear about our core values, connect, grow, and serve. And I know people might say, why y'all keep saying that? Why do you keep saying it? Well, we know you need to know it. And when you talking to people and well, one, you need to get it in your own spirit, but when you talk to other people about your ministry and you talk about, you know, connect and grow and serve, and when you connect with God and you grow in your faith and you, you know, serve because serve pe- save people serve people. Because when you get saved, it's not about you anymore. It's about serving, right? And serving is so important. And for those of you that are not serving, I admonish you, if, you're not, if you don't know what you call to do, that's fine. There's a thing called the helps ministry. It's always active. Always active. My helps ministry is always active. And so because serving will transform you, will help you mature, it put you in a better environment. You get connected with your brother and sister. And so we get to know each other in a different way when you get to serve. And so if you haven't, you know, if you've gone through the growth track, go back to 301 and figure out what you're supposed to be doing. And if you're not ready for that, then you need to serve. <laughs> that was free, y'all. That was free. So this message comes off the heels of um, our prayer call for the singles. For those of y'all that was on the call this week in a conversation I was having with Elder Sedell. Um, and Pastor Tina's message, no worries, last week. If you have not, <laughs> if you have not listened to that, I've <laughs> okay, it wasn't tape, but y'all need to go on a uh, podcast. I don't know what y'all backsliders that have Androids do, but on... Um, <laughs> Um, but, but you go to the pod, it's on the podcast. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I have to crack a joke every now and then because y'all think I'm mean. So this is how we get to know each other. So now y'all know I'm not mean. I got a sense of humor because that's the secret. Okay. So I suggest you do. So over the last few weeks, you know, you always hear when we come up here, we always talk about that we go through this first before we deliver the message. So when we come up here, we're in a place of victory. But over the last couple of weeks, you ever felt like out of sorts? Okay. So I was having a health challenge, and then I was having challenges on my job. And I, and I kept saying, Lord, what is it? Because I was feeling out of sorts. I'm on the prayer call. I'm reading. I'm praying. I'm spending time with you. But... Something just wasn't, I just was, wasn't feeling, something was just off, right? So last week, so I said, Lord, I need, I wasn't hearing it. I need, I need to hear, what, what's going on with me, Lord? Because I don't like where I'm at right now. 
So I'm sitting back there last week, and uh, when Pastor Tina got up here and started preaching, y'all, Pastor Tina was talking about me so bad <laughs> that I almost walked down the middle aisle and stood right here to be a visual aid. <laughs> Pastor Tina was on me so bad, I was waiting for her to call my name. Y'all remember what she said? You got two cars. You got a house. And you got a job. You're making a salary. Y'all remember that? I was going to come down here and just do like this, y'all. It's me. But I didn't feel condemned because I asked my father for an answer. And he gave it to me. I just closed my book and said, okay, I need to listen to all this. I take notes later because my father was faithful enough and I was open enough to not shut that word down, but to take it in because I was complaining about everything. And I told Elder Sedale before that, I said, I feel like I got a crack in my armor. You know, when you get up in the morning, you're supposed to put on the whole armor guard. Y'all with me? All right, I got to make sure you're with me. I said, I feel like I got a crack in my armor. And I let something in. And because I didn't, couldn't identify it, I let it fester. Because you know when you open up that door complaining. And then somebody on my job lied on me. That's what I said. Because I couldn't react the way I wanted to. Because the one thing I always say is the two things you can't have. Thank you. Woo. Is my character and my witness. And I have learned from experience of God's faithfulness that if I handle it, it's not nearly as the way he can. So although my flesh might feel good, it doesn't change the circumstance. Because, see, he can move people out the way. And, look, I'm bad enough to say if you got to promote them and give them a raise to get them out my way, move them. Do what you got to do. But I was complaining about everything with no reason to. None. I have no reason to complain. All them cousins, that's coming up. Yeah, all them cousins. All them cousins moved in. I cleaned my house last night. But that's what I was doing. So, back there, I repented. I ain't have to come up here. Because I recognized the word that was for me. It wasn't harsh, but I was like, ooh, Lord, who's show talking about me? I'm sorry. And I, and I had to repent. And then, but I didn't spend no month beating myself up. I repented and moved on, and we went to dinner. Praise the Lord. Because there's no condemnation, right? So when you hear a word that hits you, that's on your street, in your house, on your living room, with their feet up? Take it for what it is. Don't beat yourself up. 
So it's funny to me that um, usually when you hear the word content, you're only talking to single folk sitting in the dictionary waving at me. But in all the years that I've been in ministry and worked um, marriage events and stuff and been sitting in the back listening, I ain't never heard anybody tell married folk to be content. So what? So right to now, we leveling the playing field. I'm talking to everybody. So in case when I said content and you thought we was talking about singles and you was going to shut me out, surprise. <laughs> so why aren't we content? The definition of content is to mean satisfied. The synonyms for content are gratified, happy, pleased, and again, satisfied. So everybody, is the reason why we're going through what we're going through and you're not achieving the things that you're supposed to be achieving by this time in God is because of your complaining and because you're not content. It's never enough. Some time ago, Pastor AJ was giving a testimony, and he was talking about his relationship with Pastor Tina, but he said a word that has stuck with me since that day, and the word is resolved. He said he had resolved within himself that Pastor Tina was the only woman he was ever going to, okay, we got kids in here, y'all work with me, okay, for the rest of his life. So the temptations is not there. Because he resolved within himself that she was it, as he should as a married man. So that word resolved was a pivotal moment for me. Because it changed my thinking about certain things. So when they minister and somebody gets up here and preaches the word, I'm looking to resolve everything that is not of God. Philippians 4, 12 and 13 in the Message Bible says, I'm just as happy with a little as, a, as with much, with much as, as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full, hungry, hands full, or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I cannot make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. In a different version, that's the scripture, I can do all things through Christ, strengthens me. Resolution is defined as the act or process of resolving. Resolve is defined as to deal with successfully or to clear up. Because here's the problem with us Christians. Why are we so miserable? Two words that don't go together. Church hurt, homeless veteran, and miserable Christian. Whether you have a little or a lot, you should be satisfied and content. Because if nothing, celebrities have shown us you can have all the money, fans, power in the world and still be empty. You can have a million followers and still take your life. 
So the money ain't buying the happiness. We see church leaders falling all the time. We had one fall this week. Because he didn't resolve being married that he should not be sharing stuff with a volunteer in the church. You're not content, satisfied, gratified with your spouse. That ain't her fault or his fault. That's your fault. You need to remember why you said yes. And men, you need to remember why you asked her in the first place. If you want a kingdom life, that's what we belong to, right? Kingdom life. Okay. So today, you're going to have to forgive some stuff, let go of some stuff, get over some stuff, put behind some stuff, leave some stuff behind, and stop holding on to it like a security blanket. Because some of us are so accustomed to pain, we don't want to let it go. Because we have relied on it for protection. So you build walls and don't let nobody in, including God, because you don't trust nobody to include him. Don't worry about that, Lord. I got it. No, you don't. You are not going to you are not going to reach your fuller potential in God until you resolve some stuff. If you are one of these kingdom millionaires they've been talking about for years, there's 14 of us in this church that should be millionaires. You are not going to be able to stand in front of a room with people with money and ask them to be an investor if you are insecure. And if you worried about how I sound, what I look like, what they think about me, and scared. So today, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Whether you're on a phone, you're on a notebook, while I'm talking, the things that already come in your mind and the things that's going to come to your mind, I want you to write them down. If you want an electronic vice, open up your notes and then type those things. I'm not going to ask you to read them. Do not look at the next person because this is between you and God. Because the things that came to your mind is exactly the thing that you know you need to resolve. Because we're going to destroy them today. Now, whether you walk out of here in victory is up to you. Because once you kill these things, don't dig them back up. Don't try to resurrect something that God has put to death. We have to understand that unresolved issues affect us more 
then we know or would like to admit. Because them cousins that Pastor Tina was talking about last week would take up residency in your house, in your house, and wreak havoc. And if you don't resolve some stuff, your children will repeat. If you don't speak life into them and get resolved some stuff, they're going to repeat it. Because you need to begin to speak life and speak against when you see that behavior that you recognize instead of turning your back and acting like it ain't there. You just like your uncle. Nope, they just like you. They live with you. So when I talk to my son now, that's what I battle. It's okay. He's going to be all right because he called to do this right here, and I remind him of that all the time because I don't like who he's hanging with, where they got his mind. So I got to speak life to him. But if I don't know the word and I don't, and I don't have a kingdom life, what am I going to speak to him? I wasn't talking about money how to manage money, how to be a good steward, all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to teach him as I'm learning. So when he got his checks, we talked about that. Son, what you do with your checks? You can spend a little bit of it, but don't spend it all. Because he a sneakerhead like his mom. I don't, I don't blame him. Ever since he had feet, he had been wearing Nikes. That's my fault. So I don't complain when he asked for shoes that cost $102. I did that. Are you saving, son? Are you investing? What you doing? Son, who you talking to right now? Is she a Christian? I don't care what color she is. Is she a Christian? Because you called a preach, boy. And Christians and others don't mix. I remind him all the time. He'd be like, yeah, ma, I know, I know. Guess what, son? You only going to have one marriage. One, unlike me. No kids out of wedlock, son. Yep, I did it. Yep, you okay. But you're not doing that. You're going to break that, at least on my branch. You're going to break that curse. So you have to resolve those insecurity issues, them abandonment issues, daddy issues, mommy issues, rape issues, divorce issues, domestic violence, money, out of wedlock, abortion, adultery, you name it. It's time for it to be resolved because we have things to do. You are connected to a vision that's bigger than these four walls and that new building. We the city's church. If you don't let God resolve these issues, you will never be content. You are never going to be satisfied. Because when you have a deficit, the only person that can feel that deficit is God. That's why we complain. It's never good enough. You can make six figures and still complain that you don't have enough money. When you used to make 20. It's never enough. Looking for the hookup. 
because there's a deficit that money cannot fulfill. Singles, you need to stop giving your body to somebody that has not changed your name. Notice I didn't say put a ring on it. Because you can put a ring on it and don't marry that person at all. I can buy my own ring. Take responsibility for me and change my name. But you don't have that privilege. And if you have a deficit, you are going to seek for love in all the wrong places. And when you get lonely and somebody say something sweet or nice or I love you, you'll buy into it. So that just happened to me. Somebody I ain't heard from since I don't know when in the Marine Corps. We were stationed together. So, you know, we had a thing for a short period of time. So, you know, at first it started off just catching up. What you doing? How's the family? Blah, 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 blah. Then he went to love you. You know I ain't answer that, right? Nah, bruh. That stopped right there. I've been single since 2003 and have not dated since 2003. If I had a deficit and I didn't have the love of God and a good support system and the love of my family and the love of y'all, Y'all, I'd have played into that. Because who don't want to hear that? Because when you ain't hearing nothing, you want to hear somebody love you. But I know God loved me. And I cut that off. Because I'm not going to have inappropriate conversations with somebody that is not my husband. And not a prospect. I heard you. I heard you, Elder D. How did you know he's not a prospect? Trust me, I know. And I know he won't make it past my pastors. That's how I know. They'll disqualify him in three questions. I don't know. Pastor Tina might disqualify him in the first question. Do we not remember what the children of Israel did when they were complaining? Everything don't take 40 years. Sometimes it just take one message. But if you come in here grieved and complaining and you don't want to be here, and you don't hear the word, that's why it's taking so long. You're not receiving and acting on nothing. Even after God delivered them from slavery, they walked the red, he parted the Red Sea, they watched their enemies drown, they complaining. Out of all the things God has shown you and bought you out of, even if he never do another thing, I had to say to myself, how dare I complain. I'm in the best place in my life I've ever been. Spiritually, emotionally, and the other stuff. But I had content before I got that stuff. 
And I said to myself, how dare I complain, Lord? How dare I complain after everything you bought me out of? Everything that you've called me to do. How dare I complain? I'm sorry. Because if you never do another thing for me, I'm going to be okay. Because you mean to tell me that being lonely, that going back to an abusive relationship is better than being alone with God? How miserable do you have to be to think an abuser is better than nothing? You'd rather go back to the world because this, this God thing ain't working. It ain't working fast enough. Things ain't happening fast enough. I tithe for two weeks. And you'd rather go back to the world that has nothing for you but sin and death. The people that are not in, new, in kingdom life that should be, you need to be praying that they don't die in their rebellion. You better be praying that they come back to the Lord before something happens to them. Because I don't want to see anybody lose their soul. No one. See, when you start being content, you take your prayers off yourself and you put your prayers on others. Not that you can't ask God for nothing, but that ain't gimme, gimme, gimme. I need, I need, I need, I need. So you're telling me going back to being broke and busted and disgusted is better than learning how to be a good steward and a giver? The Lord says to test me. You don't believe it about giving? Come talk to me after service. Because I'm not a tither. I'm a giver. Tithing, that's the first step. Tithing, building fund, sowing into your pastors. And it's way past that. You have heard that it's being said that between the pain and the promise is a process. So it's not going to happen overnight. How long it takes is up to you. So why aren't we content? Why are you not content? If you are content and satisfied, happy and pleased in your marriage, then adultery wouldn't be an issue. You wouldn't have that work wife. That work husband, that side piece, or that plan B. Okay, y'all don't act like you don't know what that plan B is. That plan B is that number you still holding on that you can call right now and get what you need. And it ain't always physical. Sometimes it's conversation. Because if you're not talking to your own, somebody else will talk it. If you don't tell her she's beautiful in the morning, you better best believe there's somebody in her job that's going to say, hey, you look nice today. It'll start off, you look nice today. 
Oh, thank you. This is new. <laughs> this old thing. It'll graduate. To you, you looking, uh huh. You looking fine today. You wearing that? Okay, now you're paying too much attention. Wearing that. Singles already got you, so I'm gonna leave you alone. Psalms 37, three and four says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, <clears throat> this does not mean that the way you look at this is wrong, but I'm gonna share with you how God showed me when I first started walking in God, this verse. Delight in yourself. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Some people say, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you what you desire, right? That's not how the Holy Spirit showed me when I was young. What he showed me was, if I delight myself in the Lord, he will give me the desires, meaning when I delight myself in the Lord, I don't desire another woman's husband. When I delight myself in the Lord, I, I don't cuss people out the way I want to. Because now my desire is to see people, to love people and see them get saved. And to see them have an encounter with God. Do you understand what we have in this house? That everybody does not get what we get. And some people spend time in church their whole life and never encounter God. How sad is that? That you never know what it's like to be on your face worshiping God and to feel his presence and to hear his voice. It matters who you're connected to. You're connected to Kingdom Life Church. So is this your life or your duty? Is this a check in the box? Is this your love or is this your chore? If it's your life and your love, why aren't you content? Satisfied, gratified, pleased with where you are right now. Because if you have some unresolved issues, we got a whole catalog in the resource center with everything that you need to get over and resolve everything you can think of and some stuff you probably haven't thought of. This year in kingdom life is the year of purpose. We're supposed to be doing things intentionally, and it's the fifth month. So what progress have you made since January 1st? Got seven months left. How are you going to end this year? With unresolved issues only to take them into next year? When are you going to get tired of that baggage? Enough to let it go. 
I don't believe this pause is a, is, and it, I don't believe in coincidences between last week, this week, before pastor talks about, in God we trust. Because God is trying to take us somewhere. He's trying to get something to you before that series. So it's a pause. Because God is trying to get something to you because you need to hear what he's going to say to this local assembly for the rest of the year and on. We come here for instructions, word, the word, encouragement, guidance, directions, answers. But if you are so consumed and grieved that you can't hear from God, again, that is a problem. Because the enemy has got you thinking, this ain't working. But if it's not working and it's working for somebody on this side, he's not a respecter of person. Ask yourself why. You ain't got to pray like me, praise like me, preach like me. You just got to have a relationship with God and stay connected and get on these prayer calls and these Zoom calls. Couples, just because you on covenant keepers don't mean you got issues in your marriage. It's because you want more out of your marriage. So when somebody say to you, why are you going to a couple's thing? Tell them mind your business. This you and your boo thing. Because I'm going to tell you, you, they'll be deciding who you get, who they get in a divorce. Divorce affects more than just you and your family. It affects your friends, the people you build lives with. Everybody's affected by it. When you hurt, we hurt. Proverbs 18 and 21 in the New King James Version says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So today we're going to speak death to some things, and so some things can live. Because sometimes you have to speak death first for things to live. So there is a document that... Um, churches normally give when there's a passing of a loved one. It's called a resolution. So today, in a different manner, we're going to resolve those things you wrote down and those things you thought about when I was speaking. Because the key for you today is going to, you're going to have to allow these things to die today and not resurrect them. I know what it's like to depend on pain as a protection. I did it for many years, and I hurt a lot of people, including myself. I pushed away a lot of people. Elder Sedell can tell you that. I pushed, that was my way of handling stuff. When I was hurt, I shut down and cut everybody out. It's not the way to live. And that's not the way to react. And I understand, you don't understand, I do understand. But I also on the other side of that. And I wouldn't go back to shutting down and shutting people out of my life for nothing. Because I trust God. Just like the praise team prayed, because he's faithful. 
You don't believe it? Ask him to show you. Some of y'all asked for this today and you didn't even know it because you didn't know that that's what you needed. And that's how he works. I didn't know what I needed until last week. And if I had stayed in that, I would not be standing here right now. So those things, I'm going to read a resolution. Be it resolved on this day that every weight, hindrance, schism, cancer, physical and mental disease, ungodly speech, ungodly behavior, ungodly connections, ungodly soul ties, every abomination, every hurt, every pain, every void, any sexual immorality, insecurity, nightmares, sleeplessness, witchcraft, spirits of poverty, homicide, suicide, domestic violence, child abuse, greed, selfishness, competition, envy, strife, gospel, gossip, lying spirits, jealousy, pride, criticism, condemnation, complaining, and anything else that would dare attempt to exalt itself above the word of God. We resolve that we are children of the Most High. We are the righteousness of God. We declare it today that we are whole, it is settled, it is done, and it is resolved. Now give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Because see, some of y'all just changed your bloodline. And you need to give God some praise for his faithfulness. Because you just changed your family tree. You just walked into your wholeness. You don't need me to lead you into praise. You need to give him some praise. I can't tell you what to say. Because see, last night, I had my own praise dance in my house. That's why I'm not dancing right now. Because I, I got an assignment. I'm glad my curtains was closed last night because my neighbors might have called at 911 thinking I had a seizure. I got my dance on. You need to get to. Because when we come in here, the praise team can sing and people get healed and delivered before the word. Because we can set an atmosphere. But if you come in here dry, waiting on somebody else to tell you to praise the Lord because he's been good, we got to get past that. If you see me in my car, don't walk up to my car. Leave me alone. I'll get out when I'm done because I will praise him anywhere. That's the place you need to be. That you don't need no shout music. That I don't have to bring up all your issues for you to praise God. That this praise team don't have to look at the ceiling because you standing there with your arms crossed. In case y'all want to know why they look up, now you know. <laughs> Trying to usher in the Lord. You mean mugging. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I am. I am. Do not pick those things back up. But you have to understand one thing when you start getting this word. That when you forgive and you forget and you let go, sometimes those things affect other parts of your life. And so you need to deal with them too as they come along. Being molested as a child, even though I forgave, it still affected other areas of my life that still need healing and deliverance. It affected my marriages. It affected our intimacy. It affected my relationship with my son. So don't dig those things back up. And now what you do is start examining your life. When you come in here, you don't worry about not here. who's not here. You worry about you. Lord, what you saying to me today? If it meant that much to you, buy it on the way out. Don't, so-and-so, I don't care about what so-and-so wasn't here to hear that. Oh, well, you missed out. Because I'm going to get mine. But don't hate me when I surpass you. Because I'm leaning in. Because I want everything God got for me on this side. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is kingdomlifeva.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kingdomlifeva. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.